When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. LMFM Sunday Sport. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. You're welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. David Sheen with you until 5 o'clock. The greatest league in the world is back next Friday. That's right, a new League of Ireland season is less than a week away with Shamrock Rovers looking to make it four titles in a row. Can Dundalk get themselves into the title mix? Are Drogheda United running out of road in the top flight? I caught up with Owen Kowser of the Irish Sun yesterday to get his views. So Owen, thanks for joining us. You were at the Ryan McBride Brandywell on Friday night for the President's Cup. Uh, I saw bits and pieces of it. It looked like a, a fairly handy win for Derry. I know the second goal was a bit of a soft one, but what did you make of it overall? Yeah, no, Derry absolutely deserved to win. Um, they they did look better than Shamrock Rovers. So if you look at that Shamrock Rovers team, uh, I think the team, they start at 11, they'll start with the season with against Ligo will be far different. So it's hard to know what to read into it. I think also, I think we've now had a President's Cup. Four of the winners have gone on to win the league, four haven't. So again, it's a, it still is a glorified friendly on what you can read into it. Uh, even Derry were trying to play it down as laying down a marker, but it has to be important for them, given what they have to do this season, to to overtake Shamrock Rovers. They certainly deserve to win it, particularly in the first half. Second half was far more even, but at the same time, they were 2-0 up, like the game was over. But they, they were definitely the better team. I do think they've signed well. Michael Duffy, who missed a lot of last season, looked very sharp. They've got Ben Doherty back at left back. He looks like a very good signing as well. And uh, in midfield, Adam O'Reilly will give them a bit of energy, which maybe they missed last year. Like they're a nice football side, but Adam O'Reilly just is a bit more about them that in the bad games where it's getting ugly, he'll be the one putting the pressure on and, and getting them going. Mm. And for Shamrock Rovers, I, I saw Stephen Bradley before the game saying it's the strongest squad he's had there. And they haven't brought in a huge amount of uh, talent, but they haven't really required that over the years. I mean, we've seen them bringing in one or two players Last season, Andy Lyons notably came in and they don't tend to add too much. They just strengthen while they're strong, I suppose, as the old cliche goes. But they've got, I suppose, the, the headline signing would be Johnny Kenny coming in on loan. But if Stephen Bradley thinks it's the strongest squad he's had, that's that's probably not a good sign for, for other clubs, albeit, as you mentioned, Derry have strengthened considerably. But do you think Rovers will still be you know, as strong or stronger as they were last year? Yeah, I, I I actually think Stephen Bradley is probably right. One of the things that, that the last few seasons you probably looked at them and they didn't have much pace in the side. Danny Mandreo had it, but then he obviously left mid mid season last year, and it was particularly shown up in Europe. Uh, but like they've now added Johnny Kenny, Liam Burt, both very quick players. They they signed Simon Power 
midway through last season, but a hamstring injury kept him out. He is very, very quick. So they, they've gone for a certain type of player to give them a bit more of that that pace in attacking areas. Neil Farouge is now back fully fit. He adds that as well. Uh, Trevor Clark is home on loan. He adds that. So they've added something that they were certainly lacking in the past. So that should strengthen them as well. The, the one thing about them is everyone looks that I think they've six over 30s in their squad. I mean, they were the oldest squad in the league last year in terms of starting 11. And like all, all those players are now a year older. Will that make an impact? They're very professional. So they should, it, it shouldn't, but obviously they will get a little older. But it does look a stronger squad. You can't, uh, can't question their desire. They've won three in a row. That's not going to disappear. If between one and two, you wonder. I think by, by the time you get to three, you know they're going to have that desire to get four in a row. So I do think they're still the team to beat. I think what they've added is very important. Uh, I do. I think Johnny Kenny has the potential to be player of the year. Uh, I, he only showed it in flashes on Friday night, but he was excellent for Sligo. There was a reason Celtic signed him in the first place, and I, I think he still has that. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the top scorer. Yeah, I don't know. He could be definitely one to one to watch out for for sure this season. Just on one of the points you made there, the age profile of that Rover squad, and this isn't to pull Liam Poles out because anytime I've seen him deputise, he's done quite well. But Alan Manis, uh, at the age he's at, is keeping him fit for the whole season a key component for for Shamrock Rovers title tilt. Yeah, I think so. Um, similar, like, I haven't seen a lot of Liam Poles because he hasn't played an awful lot. He, I know he played more last season in cup games and it, listen it was a bad mistake on Friday but he's obviously better than that I mean he wouldn't be at Shamrock Rovers or any team if he was letting goals stream through his legs like that all the time but it has to be an issue because if you lose Alan Manis even if Leon Paul is getting better he still needs the experience which right now he doesn't really have uh, Alan Manis though last year he was excellent he was better last year than he was the previous year and he says that convinced him to play on um, he's, I'd say he's probably a top three goalkeeper every year he's been with with the club. So I wouldn't be that worried. And goalkeepers can go on a bit, but they have to keep him fit because he, even if even if his even if the defense believe in Leon Pold, it's going to be a question. Fans are going to be nervous about him for a few games if the, if he has to play for a few games anyway. Yeah, and Manus is just such an imposing figure, isn't he? I always, I, any goalkeepers I see with short sleeves, they always, they always look a little bit more impressive for some reason. But Manus is such a commanding figure. So yeah, keeping him fit will certainly be a key thing for Rovers. We'll come back to the uh, the final predictions later on in terms of who you think might win the league. Well, let's take a look at Dundalk now. Um, signings were a little bit slow to come. They did come then in, in a rush almost uh, in the space of a couple of weeks. Louis Annesley, Hayden Muller, Connor Malley, Cameron Elliott and Archie Davies all signing. They've lost... The, the guys, obviously, who were on loan, Dave McMillan and, and Brian Gartland retired. Um, well, Dave McMillan hasn't given up, I think, just yet, but Brian Gartland obviously has. Sam Bone has gone. Um, they've lost a few other players, but the loan players, I suppose, maybe were the key ones, like Stephen Bradley, Lewis McCarry, Runer Hauge. What do you make of the business Stephen O'Donnell has done? It's probably hard to tell at this point, but it's hard to know whether they're any stronger this season looking at it on paper than they were last. And I guess a lot of Dundalk fans will be hoping that they'd push on and there was a time last year, okay, there were games in hand and stuff in play, but there was a time last year where they were, you know, not a million miles away from the top two and looked like they might drag themselves into the title race. I think the fans are hoping they might be able to do that this season, although Stephen O'Donnell has sort of tempered those expectations a little bit. How do you think the Docker shaping up for this season? Yeah, I think you're right that 
it's hard to know because they've got players coming in who in the League of Ireland we don't know and in some cases they don't have a huge amount of first-team experience in the UK either. Uh, but the other hand, Stephen O'Donnell has recruited very well in these circumstances before, both with Dundalk and St. Patrick's Athletic. So he knows he knows the players he's bringing in often. He's got more of a hit, hits than misses when he does this. So you'd have to guess that he, again, he is going to maybe four of them are going to work out brilliantly. So that that should strengthen them. But I I I'd say if standing still and being third again could be a success. I uh, just I do think Shamrock Rovers and uh, Derry City have improved more. Uh, the players like Brian Gartland didn't play a huge amount last year. I know he's still around the club, but you're losing that influence in the dressing room. Uh, Patrick Huben, I know he missed a lot last season. He's fully fit again. I think that will make a difference. I think because he can score uh, so many goals. But I, they are a team that they might start slowly again. Like I know like last year as the new players gel in, um, it's their budget is nowhere near the, the top two either, which is another issue. But it is one I'd, I'd be afraid to say how I think they'll go until I see them for a month maybe just because all, all these new players like it's uh, Stephen O'Donnell. He said in our paper during the week that it was hard to recruit players because once they saw a video of Oriel Park, they it was hard, it was a tougher sell. Is, yeah. is the way he put it. So you've got all these players coming in. They're coming in from the UK where they're playing in nice stadia. Then they come here and like it's a bit of a culture shock. And yeah. how they deal with it is important. But on the other hand, Stephen O'Donnell has been good at this, like bringing in players from the UK none of us have heard of, and he's done it very well. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose we talked about the the Alan Manis factor at Shamrock Rovers. You mentioned Patrick Huben there. So much responsibility for getting the goals rest on his shoulders. And, you know, they brought in Cammy Elliott. Uh, as you said there, he's, he's come in, he's, he's not got a, a huge body of work behind him, but again, Presumably, Stephen O'Donnell is going to be relying on on him to to back Patrick Huben up because we know Patrick Huben has had a lot of misfortune with injuries in the last few years, and if he misses a large chunk of the season, it's such a huge blow. Possibly the single most influential player for a lot of the the top clubs in the division because certainly Derry and Rovers have that depth where they can switch that in and out. But Dundalk are so reliant on, on Pat Huben, and if he were to get injured, so. I guess it'll be interesting to see how Cammy Elliott turns out, if he's going to be someone who's going to be able to contribute eight, nine, ten goals this season. Yeah, and I think um, there's so many clubs in that position that it, I mean, if, if one player goes out, I mean, you look around the league and you go, who's going to get the goals everywhere? Um, at Dundalk, it's always been Patrick Hoobin. I mean, I know we looked last season and Mark Connolly's switch from um, Dundalk to Derry City, I know it was to deal with a loan deal with Dundee United uh, as a turning point in who finished second. But Patrick Huben went down injured at around the same time. And he's a huge influence in the Dundalk dressing room. He's club skipper as well. That If they were to lose him and need Cammy Elliott, Cammy Elliott will need to be good. Um, I, I don't know enough about him yet. I mean, I've looked at his record. Um, Stephen O'Donnell, is, as I said, has generally signed very well. But I don't think Dundalk are the only club in that position where if one player just goes down, it's kind of like who's going to step up. Sure. Like um, Adrada, I don't know who's going to step up in the first place yet, and I think that's going to be very important for Kevin Doherty, who does it if if they're to stay up. And I think there's a lot of clubs in that boat as well. Like Cork, Cork City are similar. Um, Derry, I know they're very strong, but 
that's going to be it as well. Like they've got McGonagall, who's very good. Um, they've got a uh, Keen Kavanagh, who's very raw, and Colin Whelan hasn't. I think he's going to miss a few months as he's still coming back from his ACL. Yeah. So th- there's a lot of clubs in that position who we don't know where the goals are coming from. For a long time with Shamrock Rovers, it was that case, and Rory Gaffney was the man last year. Um, so it, there's a lot of clubs in this position. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, they certainly are. Let's turn our attention to Drogheda then. I guess some of the key departures, as we as we saw last year with Drogheda, Andrew Quinn is gone. Dean Williams, top scorer from last season, is gone. Dane Massey's gone back to break. Keith Cowan, uh, back up to Finn Harps. Uh, so they've lost quite a few players and they've released a few then as well. Darren Nugent as well, the other key one, maybe going back to Shamrock Rovers, played, played on Friday night, end of his loan. Again, I brought in Sean Brennan, who you'll be familiar with from UCD, but then you know a few players who you might not be as familiar with, Aaron McNally from, from Brazos Valley Cavalry. Uh, Michael Leddy is in on loan from Shamrock Rovers and a couple of players in from, from Lincoln City uh, as well. We saw that tie up last year with Sean Rowan and Sam Long, who came in for the first half of the season and did really well. And Kevin Doherty kind of railed a little bit last week at the, the suggestion that the two guys in on loan will go back in the summer. He said that's not you know done and dusted at all yet and they may well be there for the season. But even as he said, if they're there for one game, it's still better than not having them. But Again, there was a huge churn last season, and this isn't exclusive to Drogheda, clearly, but there was a huge turnover last season with Drogheda. They lost pretty much their entire defence, the likes of Connor Kane, Jimmy Brown, and David Adamosu going. So, again, I guess Kevin Doherty, with what we believe is a, a smaller budget than last season, going to have to pull a few rabbits out of hats here. It looks like on paper, Connor Keeley, another one that comes in, looks like he's, he's done as well as he can on paper with, with these signings. But as you said, with, with Dundalk and with a lot of clubs before the season starts, it's going to be kind of hard to know until we're a few games in. Yeah, and I'd, I'd be worried with the, um, the move music around Drogheda, like basically since last September, October, when we knew they were looking for the investment. They were basically saying that it was going to be very, very hard to stay up in, as a part-time club with the budget they had. And the budget has now been reduced. And... You, you don't want that seeping into a dressing room and giving players an excuse. And yeah. it's like, it look on paper, it looks a weaker team than last year, just with the players they've lost. And um, there's a lot of lone players. There's a lot of young 
unproven players now, listen, there's a high upside to that as well uh, if they come in and play with no fear you can suddenly win games but if things start going against them it, it could get ugly uh, but last season they were also a very funny team I mean I remember being on this show last year and I thought they'd stay up I thought they'd be eight they were uh, but I thought it would be far closer to ninth than it was. Like they did very well in how they stayed up, and the key to that was that they were quite a streaky team. Like there was some runs where they didn't win for five or six games, but then there were other times they were, you know, putting good runs together. I think they're going to have to try that again this year because I do think there's going to be bad, good months and bad months. Um, my fear is there'll be more bad months than there will be good months. But those young players, so there's a high upside with them as well. So, and I think. And Kevin Doherty and before him, Tim Clancy, they were very good at playing the loan market. Um, like you think players like Luke McNally, you mentioned Darren Nugent there, uh, the lads from Lincoln last year, um, Sam Long and Sean Rowan. So you'd hope they can do it again. And I think they'll have to, but like I think the club know themselves. It's getting harder and harder every year to stay up. And one of these years, unless they can do something to change the model of how they can compete, it will, it will go wrong. Yeah, and I mean, I suppose they've done well to, to hold on to the likes of Evan Weir, Dale Rooney, Gary Deegan, a key player, Darren Markey, who I think I think a lot of us maybe expected to leave. Uh, if the other players that were, were, were departing, Drogheda, he would have been one that you would imagine would have been top of a lot of lists from other clubs, but he's still there. So they've they've done well to hold on to some of those guys. But as you say, it's it's going to be interesting. And at the beginning of every season, we've done these previews a few times now, it is really, really difficult to know how guys are going to settle in. And there's always a few. I mean, Evan Weir came from, not from obscurity last season by any means, had been with UCD, but he was kind of plucked from from a newt, I think it was. And he was he was player of the year last year for Drawdy, young player of the year, I should say. He was excellent. So, you know, if they can uncover a few more gems this season, they might just be okay. We might just spin through a few of the other uh, clubs, maybe in the division. Is there anybody, I mean, I suppose Shelburne maybe would be one looking to push on. They brought in a few few decent signings as well but who from the, the kind of chasing pack outside of if we say the top three is going to be well Derry and Rovers for certain in the top two and then let's say Dundalk for third place maybe but who out of the rest of that pack from from last season and I guess Cork are in there now as well who do you think can maybe make an impression back back in the division? Yeah um, I do think St. Pat's have to be it um, I know they were fourth last year so it's hardly sticking my neck out but I think they're a team who've definitely improved particularly in the attacking areas and they got Tommy Lonergan back from UCD. He was at them in the youth system. Um, it was his his goals kept up UCD last year. Uh, I don't think he'll be at Pats very long either. I do think he'll get a big move. I think he's a super player. They've also got Jake Mulraney back, who are from Orlando City. Um, he played in Scotland a lot. He's lightning quick. He'll be a fan favourite. Mark Doyle, who he had a year of full-time football, having been part-time at Drada. I think that will benefit him and he'll kick on. And they still have Owen Doyle. Like, one of the things with Pats last year, I saw quite a lot of them, was they they didn't create as a lot of chances. They and I do think they'll have that now. So I think that will make a big difference. Um, I don't think they're any weaker in other positions. I know they're still looking for a right wing back to bring to replace Barry Cotter, who they had for the second half of last season. And and if you look at how they did last year, um, in the first half of the season they were very patchy, very inconsistent. I think a lot of fans were unhappy with them. But pretty much from the moment they got into Europe until the end of the season, they were one of the form teams. So they've be, they're building something there. So I do think they can be very strong. I don't think they'll compete with the top two, but I do think they'll be a better team than last year. So they they'd be the one I can think and improve. 
Sligo, I know they were fifth last year. I think they're weaker. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure about them. They made nine signings and you know, even speaking to John Russell in the build-up to this season, he 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 believes that it's it's like a new squad. There's going to be a bit of transition, and it's going to take time and a few transfer windows. Um, you know, he's talking about getting them up to be a force to to win a league, to do that. But I think qualifying for Europe this year could be tough. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Bohemians overtake them. Maybe Shelburne as well. Um, Shelburne does Damien Duff. The Damien Duff story is always going to be interesting to us. Yeah. Uh, he he was great in midweek at the the league launch. Just you know, talking about he was talking to all the the players who were going to the bigger clubs on big wages in the hope that there'd be investment that would allow him to compete. Um, but the signings he's made are still good. A lot of them are coming from part time football to full time football, so there's still going to be an element of transition to that. But players like Evan Caffrey was a very good player for UCD, and getting someone like him, I think, is going to be important for them. They kept Maddie Smith. I do think they'll be better la- than last season when they were seventh. They were just above Drada and there wasn't yeah. much between it. Uh, Bohemians, I'm not sure what to make of them. They, they still a lot need- of ch- a lot of change there. Yeah, yeah. They 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 still need centre backs. Um, like there's, I think there was always going to be a huge turnover after last year because it just didn't work for them. Um, so there is going to be a, a betting in period. But you look at the signings they made, and I know Declan Devine is saying that they will bring in some defenders before the start of the season. But it, it it does look like a big issue at the moment. I know they played Wexford on Friday night and I believe Grant Hornton went off injured, who would have been their only experienced centre half in the squad at the moment. Uh, Keen Byrne, who's been playing a lot of games for them, I think he's 20. He doesn't have, He's very green, hasn't played a lot of games. So they do need players there. So that would be the big worry that... The squad looks a bit lopsided because they do have some decent players in midfield and attack, but they're going to have to keep the goals out too. Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of questions to be answered for a lot of clubs across the course of the next well six months or so. Anyway, before we get into the second half of the season, but in terms of the final table, then let's let's go top three. Who do you think is going to be top three? Um, I think Shamrock Rovers will win um, again. I think they'll make it four in a row. Uh, if anyone finishes above them, they'll win the league. I just mm. think, as Stephen Bradley said, and we alluded to earlier, I think this is the strongest squad they've had. I don't think there'll be a problem with hunger. They showed last year that they could play a lot of games in Europe. I know Europe maybe wasn't a fairy tale that they would have liked. They didn't have you know, a special moment like, say, Dundalk did in 2016. But they showed they could play in Europe, come back and keep winning. And now they've got a stronger team and they have the same desire. So I can't see them being beaten. But Derry should push them closer. They will also, well, they, I know they had Europe last year, but they only, they got knocked out in the first round. But they'll also have that. They'll also be bringing in Colin Whelan, hopefully sooner than later, who will add some extra firepower. Um, funny enough, on Friday, talking to Rory Higgins, he said it was an insult to say it was a two-horse race and he referenced uh, Dundalk and St. Pat's. I know most managers will, will say that at the start of the year, but he was very, very ar- argumentative about it. So I do, I, I think I, I think Pat's are better than Dundalk this year. But as I said earlier, I want to watch Dundalk for the first four weeks of the season before being too certain on that. Um, I think pa- Patrick Huben could make the difference on his own just because, because of the goals he will get. Um, so those are those are my top four. I know it's 
probably pretty boring to pre- predict the same top four as last year. But I can't can't see anything beyond that just yet. Yeah, it's hard to see. Certainly, you mentioned the, the usual contenders for those kind of teams coming out of the pack would be a Sligo or a Bowes. But as you said there, it's really hard to know, and especially when you look at Aidan Keane as well, departing Sligo late enough in the day as well. It's hard to see Bowes or, or Sligo making a run at the top four. And then finally, bottom two. Uh, well, I think UCD will go down as the automatic. And like they stayed up last year because Tommy Lonergan had some great goals in the second half of the season. Uh, they're a weaker team this year. They're a younger team. It's just the way the way of life with UCD that it's all about the players going in cycles as they as they go through the college. So I can't see them being anywhere else but bottom. Uh, I think Drogheda are going to be second bottom this year. Um, I know. La- I remember on this show last year it was we were talking about it was between them and Finn Harps, and I thought Finn Harps turnover was going to cost them. Um, this year you're thinking it's between them and Cork City Cork City like, there's been a lot of turnover they have signed a lot of players but they're a full-time club with an okay budget they've been able to attract players in from abroad um, they're a stable club uh, like when Finn Harps were doing it they were scrambling a bit last year so I, I, they're also coming up they'll be on a high they've, st- they've still has a local nucleus of a squad as well I, I do think they'll just have a bit too much for Drogheda, unless these loan signings are well work out as, as well as can be imagined. I mean, there's like as I said earlier, the with young players, if they go in and play with no fear, they could be quids in. But if things go against them, it could get pretty ugly. And the one thing though that you do know they do have good young players, but I just think Cork are too strong. I do think this is the year that it comes home to roost for Drogheda that. They're a part-time team in what's an increasingly full-time league. Yeah, could all happen. Well, we'll wait and see. Season gets underway, of course, next weekend. And we'll, uh, I'm sure I'll be talking to you across the course of the season. Thanks so much for taking the time. No problem. LMFM Sunday Sport. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.